rejoice and thank God for another month, another new month, new blessings, new favor, new open doors. Let's lift up our voice and bless him. Let's thank him. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Uh, we thank you, Father, for this month. We thank you for this month. We thank you for this month. We thank you for what you are yet to do again. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. It has not entered into the heart of any man the things that you have prepared for us this month. Thank you for great favor. Thank you for the unlimited favor that you have bestowed upon us. Lord, we thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Father. In the name that is above every name, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' precious name, we are giving thanks. Hallelujah. We thank God for another time in His presence. Another month, the month of September. Praise the Lord. Throughout the year, the Lord has been faithful to us. Hallelujah. The Lord has been faithful to us. Regardless of all the darkness around us, we are shining brighter and brighter and brighter. Hallelujah. The thicker the darkness, the brighter the light. Praise the Lord. So the more things get darker, the more we will shine. Amen. So the devil can go ahead and release all the darkness. All the amount that he wants. Hallelujah. The more it gets darker, the brighter we shine. Praise the Lord. The, the darker it becomes, the brighter we will shine. And that is what the Lord has been doing. He has been causing us to shine. He has been causing us to shine by the authority of His Word. He has been causing us to shine by the authority of His Word. That's why I said, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you in the name of the lord jesus christ so this month of september you are going to shine in jesus name amen whatever darkness that resisted in the past that darkness i command it to fade away in jesus name amen i command that darkness to disappear in jesus name amen the light of god is shining upon you in jesus name amen it is your time to shine amen. it is your season to your season of lifting your season of favor. Yes, your season of an encounter with divine destiny. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. The Lord God Almighty who delivered the children of Israel after 400 years. Can you imagine 400 years? Men would have thought that God has forgotten them. And God came through by his word to Abraham. He said 400 years time he will deliver them. And it came to 430 years that all the hosts of Israel left Egypt. Hallelujah. Amen. After 430 years, the hosts of Israel left Egypt. I don't care where you are right now. Maybe you are in your own Egypt. <laughs> but I have goodness for you. After today, after this service, the Lord is taking you out of that Egypt in Jesus' name. Amen. You are coming out of Egypt in Jesus' name. Amen. You are coming out of every form of Egypt in Jesus' name. Amen. No matter how long you've been there, 
the power of God is available to set you free. The power of God is available to deliver you. The power of God is available to heal you. The power of God is available to set you free in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So I want you to be of great expectation. I want you to be in expectance. Hallelujah. And this month, we have to this message, we've titled it The Table of Victory. The Table of Victory is a continuation of last month's message, but we are coming in a different angle. Praise the Lord. The Table of Victory, or you can put it the Table of Power. It's a table that carries power. Hallelujah. And we are told in Psalm 23 that the Lord prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Hallelujah. That is in the presence of your enemies. The only proof that you have victory over them is the manifestation and the appearance of this table. Hallelujah. Anytime you are confronted, anytime your enemies decide to come against you, the only proof that you have victory over them is the manifestation of this table. As the psalmist declare it, we say it, but in reality, we don't have understanding what this table is. Praise the Lord. Now, in Psalm 78, let's begin with Psalm 78. Praise the Lord. Remember some time ago, I asked you to study Psalm 78 properly. I don't know how many of you read it or studied it. But if not, please go ahead and do it, do it after today's service. Psalm 78 verse 19. He said, Verse 18, and they tempted God in their heart by asking for meat for their last. Verse 19, J, they spake against God. They said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Hallelujah. He said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Now, they were in the wilderness. And they tempted God. They asked God so many questions to the point they said, can God provide a table in the wilderness? I have good news for you. No matter the wilderness you find yourself, God will prepare a table before you. I said, God will prepare a table before you. I said, God will prepare a table before you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. This table is to be prepared in front of your enemies. Not at their absence. In front of them. In front of them. Maybe it could be even in their living room. This table must be exhibited. This table must be brought forth. This table must be made manifest. Hallelujah. And we are going to look at that table in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We are going to look at the table of victory. That each time in your life, if you are able to manifest this table by faith, you will always see the hand of God. You will always see the hand of God. Praise the Lord. All right. In Exodus chapter 12, 
Exodus chapter 12. Exodus 12 is one of my favorite places to read. I like to read it over and over and over again. Exodus 11 and 12. So much information in those two chapters. Praise the Lord. There were ten miracles that Moses and Aaron did in Egypt. Now, it will interest you to know that when God promised the children of Israel deliverance and manifested the rod of his power, Moses cast down the rod and it became a serpent. And then he took it and it became the rod again. He gave it to Aaron and before Pharaoh, when Aaron cast it down, it became a serpent. The magicians also cast down their what? their stars or their rods and the the rod of Aaron swallowed all the rods of the magicians mm -hmm. you think that would have been a great lesson for Pharaoh to say the children of Israel should go he said no they will not go he doesn't know God he went and increased their labor fortified their tasks increased their the number of tallies of bricks that they have to do a day then the second manifestation of the power of God came. Pharaoh had was hardened again. The third miracle came, the fourth miracle, to the point that there was a place where darkness covered the whole of Egypt and there was light in the camp of the Hebrews. Yet, Pharaoh still hardened his heart. Unto God, Moses went to God and said, Lord, Pharaoh has refused to let your people go. He said, yes. Yet there is one more plague. Hallelujah. He said, there is one more what? Plague. This plague that came upon the Egyptians was the first manifestation of the table of victory. He told them to provide each house to provide themselves with a lamb. And they were to kill that lamb and roast it, not boil it, roast it. And they were to eat that lamb with unleavened bread. Unleavened bread is simply bread without yeast. Bread that is natural, pure, no substance, no chemicals inside it. Amen. How many, of you, how many of you have ever seen yeast put into the dough before the following day? It will just rise like this. Praise the Lord. Take notice of that. We are coming to that in a minute. But for God to bring an end to the reign of Pharaoh, for God to bring a permanent end, to the slave of the children of Israel, he asked them to eat. To eat meat and to eat bread. Hallelujah. Amen. To eat meat and to eat bread. In Egypt, that night he told them, he said, before you eat, make sure you are fully dressed up. 
Put your shoes on because this night you are living Egypt. Hallelujah. Every time the table is prepared, every time this table is set, it is the demonstration of your victory over your enemies. It is the demonstration of God's victory over your enemies. It's a demonstration of your confidence in the hand of God. It's a curse, it's a man that trusts in the arm of the flesh. Praise the Lord. So for 430 years, they were in bondage. The when Moses came, nine major plagues came upon the Egyptians. Yet Pharaoh said, no way. Then God told Moses, one more plague. Hallelujah. We call it the last card of God. But the reason why we are treating this subject is that there were some key things that were missing. It was a table God asked them to prepare. They were to eat meat and eat bread. And nothing was to be remain. Nothing to remain to the next day. Whatever remains was supposed to be burnt to ashes. But I said, get ready. Because this same day, you are living Egypt. Hallelujah. That was the first table of victory prepared for the children of Israel. So go with me to Exodus chapter 12. Exodus chapter 12. Now, verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This mount shall be unto you the beginning of months. Hallelujah. That is your new year. I said, That is your new year. That is the new you. That is your new beginning. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It shall be the first month of the year to you. It shall be the first month of what? The year to you. And we are told it is between March and April. It is between March and what? And April. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's continue the reading. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, they shall take to themselves every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. No, he told them a lamb, not a goat. Amen. And if the house would be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor nest unto him, his house, taking according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make, make your camp for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. Listen carefully. Your lamb shall be without what? Blemish. A male of the first year, firstborn lamb. The lamb that opens the womb. The firstborn that opens the womb. Now in Israel, the first male 
was consecrated to God as a Nazarene. Or a Nazarene. Or a Nazarene. Now, when we are invoking the name of our Lord Jesus, what do we say? In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Did you notice that? He was the first male that opens the womb. So he was dedicated to God. He said, the firstborn is mine. That's what God told the children of Israel. The firstborn is what? Is mine. So every firstborn, every male firstborn in Egypt was consecrated unto God. He was a Nazarene. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you see Jesus in this picture? Do you see Jesus in this picture? A lamb without blemish. That's Jesus. A male. Let, let me read that part again. Your land shall be without blemish, a male, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the ship or from the coast. And you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. It was to be separated, 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take up the blood and strike it on the two side posts. And on that on the upper door post of the houses wherein they shall eat it. Now, in talking about Exodus and the experience in this particular chapter, our focus is on the striking of the blood on the post. We are not mindful of the eating of the flesh and the bread. Hallelujah. We are not mindful of that. There were three events, there were three things that happened. Before the last deliverance took place, it was the eating of the flesh, it was the eating of the blood, and sorry, the eating of the, the, the meat, and the striking of the blood on the doorpost. The striking of the blood on the doorpost. Now, the church is used, most Christians are used to the striking of the blood on the post, but here you will see that they ate the meat and ate. The bride, nothing was remaining. Praise the Lord. Verse 10. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire, and on living bread, that is bread without yeast, and with bitter herbs, they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water, but roast with fire, his head with his legs. And with the faintness thereof. And he shall let that of it remain until the morning. And that which remained of it until the morning, he shall burn with fire. Verse 11. And thou shalt ye eat it with your loins gathered, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hands. And ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. That you were, they were to eat it in haste. They were ready with their backs, ready their sandals on, their shoes on. They were ready to depart Egypt. The reign of slavery was coming to an end that night. 
the yoke of Egypt was going to be broken that night. The power of Pharaoh was going to come to an end that night. So each time this table is invoked in faith, then you are signifying that this is the victory the Lord has wrought for you. Praise the Lord. It is the Lord's Passover. It is the Lord's Passover. Verse 12. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. So the table that was set there, the eating of the flesh, the eating of the living bread, the striking of the blood on the doorpost brought judgment upon the gods of Egypt, brought judgment upon man and beast in Egypt, that Pharaoh bowed to the God of Israel. Pharaoh said, go out from among us, for we we'll all be dead. The Egyptians were urgent on the children of Israel to leave Egypt, or else they are all dead because of three things that took place. Eating of the flesh, the living bread, the striking of the blood on the doorpost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Each time as a believer, you engage in these three things, there's always judgment that must answer in your enemy's camp. There's always judgment. Each time these three things are done in faith, there's always judgment that comes upon your enemies. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 14, 13 and 14. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I'll pass over you and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial. Ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. You shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. Hallelujah. This is one of the feasts in the Old Testament, that passed through the cross, that believers, the new covenant believers must keep the Passover. Is it? It is an ordinance forever. Praise the Lord. Now, it will interest you to know that Jesus was crucified. He was arrested at the Passover night, right after he broke the bread. And blessed it and gave to them to eat. After he took the cup, he said, This is my blood of the new covenant that is shed for the remission of sins. That was when they came and arrested him. He was the demonstration, he was a picture of the Lamb in Ezra chapter 12. Jesus was what? The picture of the Lamb. The picture of the Lamb. Thank you, Jesus. 
Verspitting. Seven days shall you eat unleavened bread. Even the first day you shall put away living out of your houses. For whosoever eateth living bread from the first day unto the seventh day, thou so shall be cut off from Israel. That is bread mixed with yeast. As believers, we are told in the book of Corinthians that we are on living bread. Bread without yeast. How did we get that? How did we become bread without yeast? In other words, bread without sin. Yeast is a representation of sin. This is what? A representative or representation of sin. So each time yeast is added to bread, it's like a man adding sin to his life. It's like a man living in sin. So when they were about to leave Egypt, they were commanded not to eat living bread. Bread with sin. They were commanded to eat bread with that sin. The unliving bread, that signifies the body of Christ. The unliving bread, that signifies the flesh of Christ. That is what they were to eat. Why? Because they were, to, they were going to leave the dominion of sin. The dominion of sin was going to be broken over their soul. The dominion of hell, of slavery, Poverty, lack and want was coming to an end, but they needed to partake of the unliving bread. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Please pay attention. It's a page out there for the old living. That is a life full of sin. A life full of what? Sin. That you may be a new lamp as ye are unliving. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Even Christ, our Passover, is present tense, sacrificed for us. Christ, our unliving bread. Christ, our Passover lamb. Christ, our table of victory. He said, he sacrificed for us. Even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. The same sacrifice that the children of Israel provided in Exodus chapter 12 is the same sacrifice that Jesus offered himself on the cross for us. Hallelujah. That each time 
you invoke the flesh of Jesus, which is the living bread. Each time you invoke the blood of Jesus, which represents the drink, each time the blood is declared. Now remember, they use high soap to dip into the uh, basin and strike their doorpost with the blood. That has to do with your mouth. The blood of Jesus coming out of your mouth. So let me tell you how the sacrifice of Jesus works. Not only by confessing the blood out of your mouth like we have been using it in prayers, but engaging the communion table also. So in other words, the grand finale of every warfare is when you engage the communion table. Are you hearing me? The grand what? Finale. The finals. The finals of every spiritual battle must end with the communion table. There were nine plagues. Pharaoh said, no, you are not going anywhere. <laughs> and how long were they in Egypt? 430 years. But the day they ate the flesh of the Lamb, that represents Christ Jesus. They ate your living bread. And then Jesus said, I am the bread of life. And then they strike the blood on the doorpost. That time, there was nothing that could hold God again. The judgment of God went into action. The fullness of God's judgment came upon Pharaoh. It landed upon Pharaoh that Egypt up to now have not been able to recover from that devastation. From the anger of God. He said it was going to be an ordinance forever. And it was the Passover night. Jesus introduced a new Passover saying, this is my body which is broken for you. This is my blood that is shed for you. And he said, Jesus made a statement. He said, do this in remembrance of me. Now, if you want to remember what Jesus did, maybe your imagination has not been developed in the world. It is, you are not able to imagine how the Jesus dealt with the devil. How he went to hell, took the keys of hell and death from the devil. Maybe your imagination is not developed to go that route, to go deeper and see hell in your mind. How Jesus mesmerized the devil and all his agents. You can use Exodus 12. You can do what? You can use Exodus 12. Because Exodus 12 is a picture of what Jesus was going to do to the devil. You can use Exodus chapter 12. You can use the Red Sea. You can use the wall of Jericho. You can use River Jordan. Hallelujah. Once the blood came in place, Pharaoh's power came to an end. 
the Red Sea came up, the walls of Jericho fell, Jordan driven backwards. They entered into Canaan land in a grass style. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You will enter to your Canaan land. Amen. I say you will enter to your Canaan land. Amen. You will enter into your Canaan land. This month of September, the blood will speak for you. Amen. This month of September, the flesh of Jesus will answer you. Amen. This month of September, the blood of Jesus will answer you. David, Psalm 23, is the present day minister of Jesus Christ. I hope you know that. Psalm 23 is what? The present day minister of Jesus Christ. So when Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me, that is exactly what Paul is saying in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Even Christ, our Passover lamb, is crucified for us. Even Christ, our Passover. Even Christ, our Passover. And that is why David, by the Spirit of God, said, He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have to demonstrate the table of victory. You have to demonstrate your victory over the devil by invoking the communion table. By doing what? By invoking the communion table. The devil is much aware. He was a representative in Pharaoh. He was Pharaoh's right hand man. He saw the devastation in Egypt. He's much aware. He doesn't forget history. He doesn't forget what? History. Hallelujah. Unfortunately, many Christians don't. They think the communion table is not to wash away your sins. The communion table is to deliver a divine dagger into the soul of the devil. Are you hearing me? The communion table is to deliver divine judgment against the forces of darkness. It is to remind the devil that Jesus took the keys of hell and the keys of death. That Satan can no longer kill. Satan can no longer disturb your life. That eternally he has been destroyed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Please listen carefully. The church has the church has reduced the, the communion table to the forgiveness of sins, to cleansing and purifying. It is more than that. It is a destructive weapon against the forces of darkness. It is a might. Look, do you notice that we have weapons in the Bible? Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 going. He said, even though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk against the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Now, listen. The weapons of what? It is a weapon. Weapons. So there are many weapons to use. There are many weapons. 
But I believe the ultimate weapon is when you know how to set this table of victory. <laughs> you set the table of victory in the midst of that challenge, in the midst of that battle. And you say, Satan, listen, this is a practical demonstration of your defeat in my life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. A practical what? Demonstration of the devil's defeat in your life. The communion table is a practical demonstration of the devil's defeat in your life. But Satan, have you forgotten the Passover? What happened to you in Egypt? And what happened to you on the cross? This is the table. Let me remind you of your defeat. Satan, let me remind you of your defeat. Satan, let me remind you of your demise. As far as you are concerned, he is dead. Because in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 to 15, that he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. And how did that happen? Through his blood and his flesh on the cross. Hallelujah. So you bring the communion table and you remind the devil, you remind his agents, you remind the witches and wizards what took place in Exodus chapter 12. What took place on the cross. What happened to them? Remember in Colossians chapter 2 verse 14 and 15, he made an open show of them. His sport principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places, he made a show of them, triumphant over them. It was an open show. It was an open show. An open show of disgrace. An open show of distractions. So every time you institute the communion table, you are reminding the devil of his defeat. If believers will learn how to appropriate their victory in Christ to the communion table, they will have less prayer points against the powers of darkness. The devil doesn't forget history. Look, if you read Rebecca Brown's book, he kept to sell the captive free. Do you know that the devil has been mimicking God in this era of communion? Do you know that? He understands. He understands. I have goodness for you. Every power that's sat on your destiny. That power will give up in Jesus' name. Amen. I said that power will give up in Jesus' name. Amen. The table of victory will speak loud on your behalf. Amen. The table of victory will speak loud on your behalf. Amen. The table of victory will speak loud on your behalf. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Let's go to First Corinthians eleven. And let's look at this powerful phrase. First Corinthians eleven. Verse twenty four. Verse twenty three to twenty six. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus Christ, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he has given thanks, he break it and said, Take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. So take the word note, in remembrance of me. This is a key phrase if you want to see victory in the table. Verse 25. And after the same manner also he took the cup. And when he saw, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. So two times you see the word remembrance of me. And then the next verse, Paul now told us what we are to remember the Lord of. Verse 26. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are showing the manifestation of the Lord's death until he comes. It was his death that brought victory. It was his death that caused the kingdom of darkness to come to a standstill when he went to hell and took the keys of hell and death from them. It was his death that brought the judgment of God against humanity to an end. That the door of mercy is open as many as want to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. He said, as often as you do this, you are showing the Lord's death. You are showing your deliverance. You are showing your victory over the powers of darkness. You are showing your healing. You are showing your wholeness, your well-being. You see, so anytime, every time we are partaking of the communion, you, it is a demonstration of your victory. It is a demonstration of what? Your victory. I told him my first deliverance was through the communion. I told the woman, I said, if you take this communion and you are not delivered, I don't know what else will set you free. And for the next six to seven hours, we saw the power in the communion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The devil understands. He knows history. He doesn't forget. Every time you introduce communion concerning any issue, you have declared the defeat of the devil. You have declared an end to that challenge. You have declared your victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, do you notice that right after that, hold on, let me show you something. Go to Exodus. Let me show you something. Exodus. 
when we're reading in verse 12. Thank you, Jesus. Before that, Exodus chapter 11. The Lord told, the Lord told um, them in Exodus chapter 11, it says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Yet will I bring one more plague. <laughs> One plague more upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterward, he will let you go. Hence, and when he shall let you go, you shall surely, he shall surely push you out altogether. Now, look at verse 2. Look at verse 2. Look at verse 2. Very important. He says, Speak now in the ears of the people. Let them every, he said, Let and let every man borrow of his neighbor and every woman of her neighbor, jewels of silver, jewels of gold. Did you see that? Verse 3. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servant, and in the sight of the people. Now, before the table was to be set, favor went ahead. Amen. So every time you invoke the communion table in the battle, the favor of God goes ahead of you. The favor of God, that's what goes ahead of you. Before they partook of the table, before the ate the meat and the bread, favor went ahead. Favor did what? Went ahead of them. Hallelujah. This is one way to enjoy favor. That every time you partake of this mystery, every time you bring it into physical manifestation, favor always answers you. Favor goes before you. I have good news. You will encounter favor this month. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Whatever looks like a spell on you, as you partake of the blood of Jesus, that spell will be broken in Jesus' name. Every misfortune upon your life, as you partake of the table of the Lord, that spell will be broken over your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. That spell will be broken over your finances in Jesus' name. Amen. That spell will be broken your life in Jesus' name. Amen. The devil cannot fake the blood and the flesh. Are you hearing me? He can misuse scriptures. He can do what? He can misuse scriptures. He can transform himself to an angel of light. But to fake the blood and the flesh, he has no, he has, he doesn't have that capacity. He can't fake it. He can't fake it. He can't fake it. That is why it is your most guaranteed route to every form of embarrassment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Before they ate the lamb, favor went ahead. He said, go and borrow. Because you are living Egypt. You are living Egypt. God never told them to act. Look, they never attempted to go and ask Egyptians for anything until the table was ready. Remember that 
Listen carefully. Look at this. The first mount of the the first mount. You know what they were supposed to do? He said they were going to take the lamp and they were going to keep the lamp for a while. Whilst preparations for the lamp to be killed, favor went ahead of them. They took everything from Egypt. They took all the wealth from Egypt. Thank you, Jesus. Listen carefully. We have commonized the table of the Lord. We have taken it to no avail. To no... In fact, every time you do this, you're supposed to get help. Your energy is supposed to increase. The anointing in you must increase. Do you know that in Psalm 23, it is the table before he anoints your head with oil? Psalm 23, verse 5. Thou prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointed my head with what? With oil. So oil cannot come upon a life that is still under the torture and the torment of Pharaoh. The whole of Pharaoh must be broken before anointing will come. Before the oil will come. Whatever I sat on your destiny, that hole is broken in Jesus' name. Amen. That hole is broken in Jesus' name. Amen. This much, you have to force Pharaoh out of your life through the communion table. Amen. You have to force every Egyptian out of your life through the communion table. Amen. It is a table of judgment. It is a table of what? Judgment. Even Christ, our Passover, is crucified for us. When the Passover took place in Egypt, Egypt could not stand the presence of the Israelites. Egypt could not stand. As stubborn as Pharaoh was, Pharaoh's heart became like that of a little child. He said, go, go. He said, they pushed them out. They forced them. They were begging them. They were forcing them to leave. Every devil that has made your life their permanent abode, they will live by fire in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I said they will check out by fire in Jesus' name. Amen. Your marriage is not their abode. Your finances cannot be their place of residence. Your children's destiny cannot be their place of residence. As you partake of the communion table, you partake of the blood and the flesh, they will live immediately. They will live you immediately. Yes. They will live immediately. Amen. They will live immediately. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is power in the table. The table of the Lord. It is not the table of devils. It is not the table of sin. It is the table of victory. Victory over every devil from the pit of hell. The entire gospel is summarized. The table of the Lord. The entire mission of Jesus Christ is summarized. The table of the Lord. Everything, if you want to understand redemption, everything is summarized. The table of the Lord. This is my blood. And this is my flesh. He said, do this in remembrance of me. And Paul said, as often as you do this, 
you are showing forth the Lord's death. So every time you partake of the Lord's table, you are bringing the movie of the devil's demise in hell to him. You play that movie back to him. The devil sees himself stripping naked. He sees the keys of hell taken away. He sees all the slaps that he got. Was rather powerless. Hallelujah. Amen. From today, no devil will be able to hide again in your life. Amen. No devil will be able to hide again in your life. Amen. They, he can no longer hide. He can no longer hide. He can no longer hide. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Passover brought the hand of God against Pharaoh. And Christ is our Passover. So every time you partake of the Lord's table, you are bringing the hand of God against your enemies. You are bringing the hand of God against the Egyptians. You are bringing the hand of God against the devils in your father's house, the devils in your mother's house. You, you stand in union with Christ Jesus. You stand in a marital union with Christ Jesus every time you introduce the table, the communion table. It's a table of victory. Your victory has come. I said your victory has come. Amen. Your victory has come. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. This day, you are departed from Egypt. Amen. This day, your blessings are released. Amen. This day, your health is released. Amen. This day, the bondages are broken. Amen. The shows are destroyed. Amen. The powers of darkness are crushed. Pharaoh and his agents, the judgment of God comes upon them. The Lord is your Passover. 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 Christ is your Passover. That devil that sat on your soul. Judgment comes upon that devil in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up, lift up your voice and begin to declare the Lord is my Passover. Christ is my Passover. Lift up your voice. In the next five minutes, begin to declare. Begin to declare. Begin to declare. It is your day of deliverance. It is your day of deliverance. Lift up your voice. Begin to declare. By the blood of Jesus Christ. By his blood. You are coming out of Egypt. You are coming out of Egypt. You are coming out of that bondage. That shock is destroyed. That power is destroyed. The Lord is your Passover. You cannot be frustrated. You cannot be held bound. You cannot be held bound. You cannot be held bound. Lift up your voice. Declare it, declare it, declare it. Declare your deliverance. Even Christ, my Passover, is sacrificed for me. Even Christ, my Passover, is sacrificed for me. Today, by the blood of Jesus, by the flesh of Jesus, I am delivered from every power of Pharaoh. The power of Pharaoh is broken. The power of Pharaoh is broken. 
the power of Pharaoh is broken. Lift up your voice. No sickness. No disease. No curses. No curses. Every form of slavery comes to an end by the blood and the flesh of Jesus Christ. Satanic strongholds comes to an end today. No matter how long that bondage has been in your life, that bondage is destroyed. 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 Lift up your voice and prophesy right now. Even Christ your Passover. Even Christ your Passover. Even Christ your Passover. Is sacrificed for you. Is sacrificed for you. Is sacrificed for you. Christ is our Passover. As a ministry, as a church, Christ is our Passover. Therefore, the power of hell is broken. The power of darkness is broken. The power of darkness is destroyed. Christ is our Passover. Christ is our Passover. Lift up your voice and declare it. Lift up your voice and declare it. Nothing can stand against me for Christ is my Passover in the mighty name of Jesus. Precious name. One more prayer before we go. He said, For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night. I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You are going to declare, Father, as I partake of the blood of Jesus Christ and his flesh, I decree judgment against the cause of Egypt. I decree judgment against every satanic beast that sat upon my destiny. Satanic beast in my father's house. Satanic beast in my mother's house. The cause of Egypt in my father's house. In my mother's house. I decree judgment against them. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Oh, pay your master, begin to pray. Oh, pay your master, begin to pray. Today, as we partake of the blood of Jesus, as we drink the blood of Jesus Christ and eat his flesh, we decree judgment. Against the cause of Egypt. The cause of Egypt in our father's house. The cause of Egypt in our mother's house. We decree divine judgment in the name of Jesus Christ. Every satanic beast that has sat upon our destinies, we decree divine judgment against them in the name of Jesus Christ. We execute divine judgment against the cause of Egypt. We execute divine judgment against the cause of Egypt. We execute divine judgment against the cause of Egypt. We execute divine judgment against the cause of Egypt. We execute divine judgment. Lift up your voice. Today is your day. Today is your day. You are leaving Egypt finally. 
The choke of Pharaoh is broken right now. The powers of darkness is broken over your soul. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. By the blood and the flesh. The Lord is passing through into tonight. The Lord is executing judgment against the cause of Egypt. Against the money beast. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus. Precious day we are praying. Amen. To our listeners on Facebook, YouTube, please get the communal elements. Hallelujah. Amen. If you don't have it, just look for bread and water. And by faith, those elements become the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. By faith, those elements become the flesh of Jesus Christ. Amen. And as you partake of it, judgment goes against Egypt. Amen. Judgment goes against Pharaoh. Amen. Judgment goes against the money beast in your father's house and mother's house Amen. that has been tormented you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That is what will happen in Jesus' name. Those elements are blessed. Those elements are sanctified. What you are partaking right now is the table of the Lord. For your victory, for your deliverance, for your healing, for your health. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen and amen. amen. I prophesy over your life one more time. You will hear judgment upon your enemies. Amen. You will hear judgment upon your enemies. Amen. You will hear judgment upon your enemies. Enemies that has power not to let you go. Judgment comes upon them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Any witch in your father's house, in your mother's house, all those that have ganged up against your destiny, judgment struck them dead in the name of Jesus. Everyone that has said they will live to see you succeed by the blood and the flesh of Jesus, they die for your sake in Jesus' name. They die for your sake in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. They said over their dead body, you will not rise. Hallelujah. Their dead bodies is now in Jesus' name. By the blood and the flesh, judgment comes upon them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You will hear news. 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 It is your month of delivery. It is your month of miracles. It is your month of restoration. Any devil that has bad that you will not experience blessings, they go down in Jesus' name. Amen. They go down in Jesus' name. They go down in Jesus' name. That shock is destroyed. That power is broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, it is done. Bring the communion. Thank you, Lord.